Welcome to the Hit Parade Podcast. Come join the nation's award-winning number one repack brand and our host, Joe Kay, Patrick Mancuso, and Tom Hughes as we discuss all the happenings in the world of sports entertainment and we speculate on where things are going in the industry. Follow along for some hot takes and cool products that you're going to want to hear about. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hit Parade Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Kay. I'm joined by Tom Hughes, and uh, we got another new guy for you. Uh, Dan Manteki's here. Uh, he's not really working with us. What, did I say it wrong? No. Then why'd you start giggling like idiots? Because he, he started <laughs> giggling. I don't know. I threw up threw like up a peace sign, sign and he threw up like a gang sign. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Maybe this was a bad idea. <laughs> it may have been. And this is why. So Dan here, he works in HP gaming. And uh, when I think of HP gaming, I feel like it's just a bunch of Pikachus and Charizards. But allegedly, it's so much more. So Dan, tell me who you are and what you guys actually do here for Hipparade. Yeah, so I'm Dan Mintaki. Um, again, handle HP gaming. And um, you're mostly right. It's mostly Pikachus, mostly Charizards. As it should There's be. some booster packs, um, <laughs> EVs, that type of stuff. But mostly it graded cards, packs, gaming, nerd stuff. So you've been here for how long now? Six months almost. Feels longer. <laughs> About six months. Been here for half a year. Uh, how are you liking it so far? Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. It's fun. Get to travel. Hang out with yeah, like-minded people, I would say. I That's like sports. Right. I like nerd stuff. Just that type so of people all over the company. How long have you been into Pokemon for? Uh, 25 years. Yeah, since, since inception. Yeah. That's fine. All right, so then what's your top six if you got to go? Top six yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, if you got to create your little uh, Pokemon. My team, to, to well, so like Charizard always. Yes, of course. I know it's like super basic. It's like pumpkin spice. Pokemon. Doesn't matter. It's the spine. best one. All fire types are the best. Yep. Yeah, so Charizard. Um, We're gonna bore Tom. I don't care. Yeah, maybe Lucario, Tyranitar, Garchomp's pretty cool. There you go. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Maybe some of the new evolutions, Sylveon, Espeon, um, one of the two, not both. You, you don't. No, you only use you only use both. one in a team. Right, of course, you don't use both. Um, <laughs> so you got five. I'm I gonna... got f- I got five. Let's let's think of something new. What's what's from the new stuff? I don't know. That's why I asked. Yes, yeah, so I'm thinking. So I can't even remember that. any names. Um, well, they don't have a lot of the cards out for the new stuff yet. There's like some, but not all of them. Uh, maybe Skeledurge. He's new. He's Ghost Hand Fire. Yeah. It would be Ghost. He's kind of cool. It's like a fire alligator with a sombrero. That sounds awesome. That's yeah. exactly what you need. Yeah. So a Ghost Fire Pokemon with an alligator sombrero? Yeah. How's that not the coolest one ever? It's, 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 it's up there. <laughs> That's Pokemon are the best. It sounds like you just like get really hammered and do a bunch of drugs and then combine different animals and outfits, and that's what you get a Pokemon out of. It's the best. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, no. No, it sounds about right. Thank you. Thank you, Japan. All right. Um, so Dan's here. He's going to talk to us about sports. Uh, no more Pokemon talk. Don't worry, everybody. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Tom, you just got back here, right? You were here for a day to do a show, and then you went right off to New York Comic Con, right? Yeah, I did. And how was it, bud? New York Comic Con is a blast. It is so much fun. It is so different than every other show um, I know I went to San Diego, so I guess it's it's similar there, but it's just a different Pick atmosphere. Pick one. Pick one. Which which is which one is your favorite? If you had to do one for the rest of your life, you can only do one. Which one are you doing? I'm going to San Diego because it's in the bay and there's like yachts and stuff to do on outside. Where in New York, it's all basically inside the convention center. So yachts get is the trump card on that one. I've never been to either, but I I would pick San Diego <laughs> also. Yeah, <laughs> but it's. It's just a different atmosphere. Everyone is there, is super excited to be there. 
They're there because they love this stuff. They're just there to collect. They're not there necessarily to try to make money or try to flip a car to you see the show. They're there because they love what they do and they want to just go and enjoy it and see as much as they can. And it's, it's just a very cool atmosphere. All right. I like that. So uh, did you meet a whole bunch of new people then? All that other stuff? Whole much, whole bunch of new people. Uh, once again, just like San Diego, the cosplayers were on point. Some of the most ridiculous costumes I've ever seen. Um, you you better not be showing up there in a costume you got from Party City because <laughs> it's not going to work because these people put in time and effort into these costumes and it's it's legit. And uh, it was cool. Uh, Melvin went with us and he is the most personal person I've ever met. Everybody, every time someone would walk by, he would compliment their costume, their shoes. Next thing you know, he's having a 10 minute conversation with them. Then they're buying a box of Pokemon. It was just like a chain reaction that just happened over and over again. I love it. Good job, Melvin. So that's pretty cool. We also went to Nashville. I mean, anything really to say about that? Uh, same old, same old for Nashville. Just, yeah. Um, good time and uh, a bunch of cards to buy. I guess so. We did all right with that. Uh, yeah, that's it. Um, so moving on to sports. Well, like we just said, the NHL season started. Um, there's not much to talk about it just yet, although Austin Matthews is already inflating his value as the man had two hat tricks right off the bat, right? That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, as, you know, being from Buffalo, we're not necessarily the biggest Toronto fans. But he said, I don't care what anyone else thinks. I'm out here to do some crazy shit this year and score a bunch of goals. <laughs> Danny, you big hockey guy or no? I am not. All right, let's move football, basketball. All right, good. Don't Pokemon. worry about Pokemon. Pokemon. Exactly. Other things. Is there any any like hockey Pokemon? Like we got some ice Pokemon out there. That... There's like an ice cube penguin. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. After I already promised everybody we wouldn't do any more Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna Tom. throw Pokemon things in that the whole time. Well, he's gonna try. Um anyway, yeah, not much to talk about the NHL just yet. Um not really surprising, you know, Colorado, Vegas, Boston, all really performing well, though. A lot of people thought Boston might fall off. They're still doing okay to start. Uh, the Kraken, after a good year last year, they're 0-3. So, you know, kind of like falling out of the gate a little bit to start, but I'm sure they'll get it together. We don't really have much else to touch on that. So let's get into what we're really here for. NBA predictions. Uh, the NBA starts this week. You excited? Very excited. Why? It's just... Why? It's blatantly. <laughs> this is an interview portion. Yeah. Why um, are you? In, why are you interested? I mean, it, to me, basketball is such a fast-paced, fun sport to watch. Um, you'll obviously put on ESPN any time of the day. You're going to see basketball highlights of these guys doing things I could only dream of doing. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. And there's a lot of kind of excitement this year with some some movement with players and some new teams that might be uh, able to make a jump here. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, basketball has been uh, very, very interesting lately as top players have been moving. I mean, for like years, it seems people bounce around, they jump around and kind of like what you said before, it's not the best for the hobby because you said people like their players in their original jerseys. So, I mean, because of all of the movement in the NBA with players, do you think that'll go away? That little stigma of, oh man, they're not in their first team's jersey anymore? No, because at the end of the day, it's still fans and it's still people who cheer for teams that want to see players in in their jersey. So I, I know I know everyone's super excited in Milwaukee that Dame's there. They still probably want to autograph Dame card in a Milwaukee uniform and not in a Blazers uniform. So there's still going to be a little bit of that, but his stuff is probably up than, from where it was because now he went from a team that was a borderline playoff team to now a NBA 
favorite. That's true. Dan, who's your favorite basketball team? You said you like basketball. Um, so I don't have a favorite team currently. I grew up a Knicks fan. Uh, oh yes! So yes! I grew up a Knicks fan. Um, Why are you now? You just you gave up? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's, that's yes. Just, yes. The anti Patrick. Yes. Pat, Pat is rolling over somewhere in his grave. That's fine. Because have you tried to be a Knicks fan? No. No. I I, I live vicariously through Pat. Yeah. And he, it's awful. Yeah. It, it's awful. That's amazing. So, we get the exact opposite of <laughs> of a Knicks fan in Patrick's chair now. I love it. So since we don't have like. A basketball team for Buffalo. Right. I just decided a while ago that I would just watch basketball to like appreciate greatness. Right. So okay. I like the great players, like to watch them. You know, I grew up because the Knicks were never really good in my entire life. Um, Kobe Bryant was my favorite basketball player. So I was a Knicks fan and a Kobe fan. Even though Kobe played for the Lakers, I wasn't a Lakers fan. I just like Kobe Bryant. That's fair. So yeah, um, no, no team I'm rooting for in particular. And then any teams you really don't like? The Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. The win too much thing. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I also like felt like uh the way that they changed the game was just lame. Like they're just gonna shoot three pointers forever. I don't know. I didn't like it. I know you're blaming them, but I think like didn't analytics departments ruin that by saying, Hey, it's statistically better for us to jack up more threes and hit X percentage of them. Yeah, but they actually shoot. did it. <laughs> Those jerks. Yeah. How do they hit their <laughs> shot? They're making exactly. their shots like assholes. <laughs> I love that. Um, so that's fun. Uh, like I said, NBA is coming in here. So let's get into get into it hot with uh, predictions and stuff. So, Tom, what do you think uh, your finals prediction is going to be? So I, I have two here. I have the prediction of what I think it's going to be and then what I would like it to be. Okay. Uh, because I think my prediction for what I think it's going to be is kind of bland. Yeah. Uh, I still think Denver is the best team in the NBA. Okay. And I don't think that has changed. Uh, and then the East, I think it might be the year the Celtics finally get over the hump. I think Drew Holiday was a massive pickup for them. Mm-hmm. And I think that changes the way that offense runs at the end of games. And they got stagnant at the end of games last year uh, in the playoffs without a true point guard. They now have that. And I think that'll get them over the hump uh, in the East. Mm-hmm. My fun one would be Sacramento and Cleveland. <laughs> just I just historically bum teams that just doing well. Sacramento, I, I think it's a lot of fun. De'Aaron Fox is legit. Yes, um, for sure. And then Cleveland, obviously, after LeBron left the second time, you know, everyone's boo-hooing again. They went out and got um, Mitchell, and they look pretty good. And it would be just cool, I think, for those two teams kind of to, to come up and, and really uh, surprise some people. All right. Dan, what about you? What's your finals prediction? Uh, I got to repeat for last year. Yeah. I think the Heat are going to knock off the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. Again, I don't think – I, I, I don't think the Heat are going to make the playoffs. Ooh. What? Already fighting. Let's and, go. And listen, I was the guy. So this is this is coming from the guy last year, to, to put it in perspective, when we said what bottom team has a chance to make a run from the playing game. And I said the Heat, yeah. and they all laughed He's at Mr. me. Mr. Miami last year. They all laughed at me, and I, I just don't think – I don't think they're going to do it this year. Why is that? Because they didn't get Dame? I think that that's going to light a fire under them more. I think Jimmy Butler is the type of person – forget being like the type of player, right? He's the type of person – that wants to prove people wrong, right? Yeah. And he's got the skills to back it up. I, I love me some Jimmy Buckets. I'm a big fan. Uh, but that team hasn't performed in the regular season the last couple of years. They've kind of made runs in the playoffs as lower seeds. 
Um, they lost Gabe Vincent and Struess, so they lost some of their um, you depth, know, dudes. depth guys and, and it's ball handlers. And I just I think Spolster is a great coach. If you get him in a series where we can game plan over 82 games, I think that they're going to struggle. Maybe they make the play, playing games and make a run again, but I don't see them uh, being very good most of the year. I think they've proven over the last several years that it doesn't matter how they play in the regular season because the other teams in the East just can't keep up. Once they once they get to the postseason, they just can't keep it, up. It they does, can't close the deal is it, what it is. It they, does help that almost every team made the playoffs now, so you don't really need to be good in the regular season. Sure. But I I, I see them as a team I think is going to fall off this year. Okay, that's I guess fair, but I'm kind of with Dan on the heat. Miami just seems to be like the team that kind of figure it out, just like kind of coast through the regular season, win enough to get in, and then you're A, slightly more healthy and ready to go, and B, then people are preparing for what you did in the regular season, then they just kind of turn it up to like, not even like one more click, but like two every time. And that's why you see them go on these really good runs. I mean, I'm kind of with what he said. So we only, you only said East and we got into like a 10 minute argument. Yeah. So what about the West, man? Uh, Nuggets, <laughs> like, again, I, Nuggets again. I think they're just the best, most solid team out in the West. And I think it'll be over the thunder to get there. I think that mm-hmm. they're young and they have a lot of talent. And if Holmgren can stay healthy, they're going to be dangerous. I really like that pick. I like Oklahoma City a lot. Uh, I don't think they're quite there yet to to make the finals in the Western Conference, but I do think that they're a team that are going to make some noise. Last year, they kind of caught people by surprise. They're not catching anyone by surprise this year. I think they could have a very similar year to Sacramento last year. Um, I just don't think they're quite there when it comes to to big boy time and you know you know Final Four in the West or something like that. I kind of, for my finals prediction, kind of combined what you did twice where you were just like, hey, I'm going to do one that I think is going to happen and one that I want to happen. I kind of I kind of went with an, a series that happened not too long ago, Milwaukee-Phoenix. Now, I mean, it's it's reasonable. I know it's not the top team. I mean, it is with, with Milwaukee and whatnot, but Milwaukee gets Dame. Giannis can do more. That'll be fun. The Suns are fun with, with Booker and obviously with KD and all that going on there. I just think that'd be a really fun series. They're both good teams. So I don't know. I just kind of think that's like where we're going to end up. So that's what I ran with. I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. I, I am not on the Phoenix train this year at all. So um, you hate everything everybody else likes. Got it. Cool. No, 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 no. I, I said, I like, I like, <laughs> this, I like Tom, no, I like this OKC pick. I think they're gonna be good. So I just, I look at that Phoenix team. There's a lot of stars, a lot of guys that can score, which you think is going to be successful. There's only one basketball. None of those guys are plus defenders. And I think when it comes down to a push comes a shove, they're going to have issues in a seven game series. And I'm just, I, I don't see it. I think they all might have good statistical years, but they're just, they're not there. Or maybe you're incredibly wrong because in the playoffs, what's important is getting hot. And who's getting hotter than a team called the Heat or the Sun? So maybe you're just <laughs> incorrect completely. Um, but speaking of players that'll be hot for the entire season, who do you think is going to win MVP then? So this one is either going to win MVP or their season is going to crash and burn. And I'm, okay. And I'm going to go with Luca. All right. Uh, either it's going to click there in Dallas and he's going to be the same guy he has been. And Kyrie is going to work out with him and it'll be great. And they will be a top four team in the West and he'll put up probably the best stats in the NBA or Kyrie's going to blow that thing up and they're going to be terrible. They're going to miss the playoffs again. So we're, we're going to talk in a minute for like teams you think might disappoint. I have Dallas on there because I feel like, I feel like Kyrie just ruins everything. And if LeBron's not there, he just can't be controlled. <laughs> right. It's crazy. 
So I just I feel like Dallas might miss the playoffs too. But you're right. If everything clicks and let's just say it works out, I mean, I see where you're coming from with the Luka thing. Dan, who do you have for MVP prediction? Uh, Shea. Yeah? Shea Gilgis. I think that team's going to go off. Okay. I do. I think they're going like, to go off. How often are you talking? Like, should I bet the over on wins right now? What's what's the over? I don't know. It doesn't matter. You it, should have more confidence it, in this. It, I, if I knew what the over was, I, I'd call, they're going to be a 61 team, I would think. Okay. 60 wins. Okay. 60 wins. That is a hell of a stake. I, I think they're going to be really good, too. Like, again, we're going to get into teams we're excited to watch in a moment here, but that, I think, is one we all had on our list. Shea's MVP, I really like that. Uh, mine is pretty chalky. Um, based on my Milwaukee Finals predictions, I went with Giannis. Um, he's been doing everything by himself, basically, for so long, and now to have Dame, that just means he can do more Giannis things. And it was funny, just recently, you know, they played a game, and Giannis was, like, giddy in the um, interviews, he's like, I'm not used to other people being like double teamed on my team. And, you know, I don't think he was throwing shade at his you know, past teammates, just like him saying, I have more floor space. I have more things I can do and more, you know, he's not just getting bashed all the time and, you know, double, triple covered or whatever they do to him. I just think he could really go to another level and he's already been great at this current level. So if everything goes well, I just think he might blow the MVP race out of the water. He's someone that it seems like, no matter how good he gets, he always finds a way to get better. Also, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm still curious to see how they both work. They're both ball dominant players, and I, th- I think you might see some early issues with them trying to figure it out without the ball. Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to have a great year again. Dame's going to be that really that that number two that he's never had. Middleton's a good player, but he's he does not have the same. Uh, effect of the game that Dame does. Right, of course. All right, so then like we were saying, um, Tom, what's a couple of teams you think might disappoint or maybe just one team you might disappoint? So I think I think the West is very interesting this year and we talked about it, about hockey twice because I missed the first time. Yeah. But I, I see a change in the guard, I think, out West. I think the Lakers and the Suns will be good for the last handful of years and Golden State are all kind of on the decline and I'm really looking forward to you know, OKC, if New Orleans can stay healthy and Zion can stay healthy, that team is really good. And when he's been on the floor, they've been really good. So I'm just really excited to see some of these young players get more uh, time kind of in the spotlight. You know, Darren Fox again with Sacramento. So I, I think you might see some of those teams that we've been looking for the last couple of years, perennial, you know, championship caliber teams in the West kind of dropping off. All right. Then how do you feel? What teams do you think might disappoint? So this one might be a somewhat hot take. I think, and this is based on expectations. I don't think that they're going to suck. Right. But yeah. the, I don't, I don't think the Bucks are going to be as good as everyone thinks they are. Okay. I don't think that, and I kind of talked to you about this when the trade happened. I don't think that there's going to be as big of a jump from Dame after losing Drew Holiday as a lot of people are expecting. Okay. That's, Personal opinion, I think they're still going to do well. Obviously, I had them in my Eastern Conference Finals pick. So, like, I think they're going to do really well. But I think when you're a team that has Giannis and you've made it to the finals in the in, in the past, without someone like Lillard, the expectation after you get that is to win the finals. Yep. Right? I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I think that's a good take because I think people forget how good Drew Holiday is. Really? Uh, defensively and the things he does, uh, you know, not necessarily scoring the basketball. There were reports out last week that Team USA is actually pursuing him to be on the team. It's because he's a really good team player and does a lot of things uh, that you don't necessarily see 
in the stat line. So I think that loss is going to be bigger than people realize, 100%. Oh, for sure. Um, for my teams that I think might disappoint, we kind of already touched on a couple. We already said, you know, with Dallas, um, and I guess there's, it's kind of like a running theme for the teams that I think might disappoint. Dallas could be terrible if, you know, Kyrie blows things up and things don't work out. And they didn't look very good at all down the stretch, you know, and that's – I think it might just be a rep unless Luca comes back like some superhuman and takes over. It's a whole bunch, bunch of what ifs. So usually when it's that way, they kind of, like you said, maybe they're not, they're not going to be terrible. They're just not going to be like reaching the expectations that people are thinking. Same thing with the Lakers. It's always fun to be like, LeBron's the best and the Lakers are cool. And they just threw money at Anthony Davis, but didn't they just do that last year? I know Austin Reeves has been pretty good and stuff, but eh, I don't know, man. I don't think they're going to be like, one of the best teams either. I think there would be another one that falls below expectations again. And then it's going to be a whole nother half a season of what's LeBron going to do? What's this? What's the, you know, that's just what it's going to be. So I envision that. And then the last team I have is um, the 76ers. I feel like they've never, ever, ever fully, fully reached their potential. They're like always kind of like under it, even if they, even when they've been playing well and this James Harden thing and just like all that crap, there's just, it's just noise that no team ever needs. And I just, I don't know. I feel like it's going to affect them and they're just not going to, like I said, live up to expectations. So that's where I'm at on those teams. But let's talk about happy teams, teams you're excited to watch, teams that you think are going to do better than expected. I mean, like we already kind of all touched on the Thunder, but Tom, what do you got? Um, Yeah, we touched on Thunder. I I talked about the Pelicans, if they can stay healthy. Just let's see one full season of Zion healthy. Just Mm -hmm. one season to see what he can do. Um, The guy is Charles Barkley, but more athletic. Like he's unbelievable. Just stay healthy. Uh, in the East, I like Toronto, what Toronto's putting together there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they lost Van Fleet, but I think that they're still going to be a sneaky good team uh, and kind of sneak into that uh, play in there. Uh, Toronto is – or not uh, – messed up. Uh, the Magic is another team I'm really looking forward to watching this year. Uh, Paulo has been really good. Um, they got a bunch of young players there. If they can put it together, I think they can sneak in the playoffs as well. Neato. Dan, who you got? Uh, so, obviously, we've spoken about the Thunder a few times now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Spurs. We have one of the greatest head coaches of all time mm-hmm. with one of the greatest prospects of all time. I don't think they're going to be a team that comes in and immediately going to dominate. Um, but just watching how Pop works to develop Wemby is going to be special i think for sure anyone else you got i got the suns i, I think they're just gonna be exciting to watch i think they're gonna fall apart as soon as the postseason happens but, <laughs> but they're gonna be fun now, to watch during the regular season i love it yeah. um for me tom took both of mine of course uh i, w- I put new orleans down too because you're right we've been cheated out of like a great zion season that i feel like we've been promised for a decade now even though it's only been a little bit but you, you get him, you get McCollum, you get Ingram. It's like a weird, tiny, kind of awesome big three. Like, if they all click, who knows? That could just be a huge surprising team. And kind of like you mentioned earlier, with the top teams kind of like falling back to earth and other teams on the rise, who knows what could happen there? It could be really exciting. Uh, and then, of course, I took the Magic. Um, longtime listeners of this show, which is pretty much all six of you, uh, know that last season I was big on the Magic. I just randomly picked them as my team. But they're fun. Um Obviously, Wagner showed what he can do in the World Championships. Everybody knows what Paulo can do. Uh, Markel Fultz is actually looking like a good pick all of a sudden. Now he's not looking like, oh, yeah, we definitely should have took him first overall, but he's definitely playing significantly better than he ever has. Um, you know, they have Jalen Suggs, Anthony Black, Jed Howard. There's just like a great young core there. And as soon as they figure it out and mix properly and it clicks, 
they can take right off. Could be this year, could be next year, but I really like what they're doing in Orlando too. So that's about that. Tom, you got anything else on the NBA? So talking about certain players that we like, and obviously uh, I think we all are on the, the Shea bandwagon yeah. here to, to buy him. I, I'm going to bang the drum again, and I've been wrong about this guy because he keeps getting injured. Cade Cunningham is an absolute star in this league and just has to stay healthy. I know he plays in Detroit, but the guy is an absolute stud. Just hope he can stay healthy this year. Um, I'm curious to see some of these guys like Halliburton and Anthony Edwards who had really big summers uh, mm-hmm. for Team USA to see if they can carry that over. Uh, Jalen Brunson, uh, Mikel Bridges are two others. Um, <clears throat> Bridges kind of playing in no man's land in Brooklyn right now, uh, but he's the guy there and looked really good uh, for Team USA. So it's, it'll be interesting to see if some of these guys can carry that over. Um, and I'll probably be telling people to buy some of those guys early on because I think they all are ready to make another jump. Who's the one? So who's give me your top two buys going into the season right now before it, it tips off? Um, I I think I think Shea I think SGA is is right there. Uh, I think that's a, a really good team. Um, and he's the guy. And I'm gonna I'm gonna bang the drum once again for De'Aaron Fox. Okay. Um, I think they're gonna be really good. Um, and then I'm just gonna throw a third one in there out of the East. Donovan Mitchell, uh, that guy had a ton of value, and it's kind of his his market has kind of cooled off, and I don't think it should have. He's he's a really really good player, and I think Cleveland's going to be kind of in the mix all year. All right, Dan, anything else you're excited for for basketball that you want to check out? I think we covered all everything I had written down and planned, anyways. So <laughs> hey, you're good. You nailed yeah. it, man. You're doing great. It's your first show. It's hey. fine. Um, Moving on, we'll, uh, we'll touch on the NFL. The NFL happened last week, as it always does, and it wasn't very fun. Um, it was the most blah week it, ever. It felt like really like every game, it felt like it was raining. I don't know. It was terrible. Um, the teams that you expected to just dominate kind of didn't. The Niners lost. The Eagles lost. The Bills won, but they kind of had to almost cheat to do it on the last play of the game. That wasn't very fun. Twice. 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 You're right. Twice. Twice. And then, what, the Chiefs didn't do much Chiefs either, right? barely beat the Broncos, who yeah. might be the worst team in the league. Yeah, all of this is bananas. There was a London game for some reason. Those games are never great. I don't know. It was just like a blah week. And I don't know. What do you what do you think of it? It's weird. Like, I think the stats is scoring is down for the first time in, like, 306 years or something like that. Uh, but it's just it, – there's been a lot of games and a lot of, you know, top players that have thrown out some real stinkers. Yeah. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes has not looked like Patrick Mahomes pretty much all year. Uh, Josh Allen has three really good games and three games where he looks like he's not very good. Um, you know, there's, there's been a lot of the top players that kind of been really up and down so far. Yeah. I mean, there's two teams though, that are kind of still consistently performing on offense, which are the dolphins and the 49ers. I know obviously 49ers had a bad week last week. Sure. Take that one out of the equation. Those are really kind of the only two teams, though, that are like pushing the envelope with what an offense is now. Uh, our defense is just catching up to how offenses have operated for the last 10 years. Is that what it is? Because mm-hmm. you look at the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, they're really the, the pinnacle, right, of what an offense has been for the last five to 10 years. Mm-hmm. And they're not operating how they have. But you look at the two teams that are changing it up, and they're kind of dominating. Yep. Then you hit the nail on the head. Um, you like you said, scoring's down. What do you make of it? I make of it that defenses are finally figuring it out more. You know, defensive coordinators—they're smart too. 
You know, everybody they don't get nearly as enough credit as offensive guys. Obviously, people love scoring. Chicks did the long ball. I get it. But at this point, you're seeing a team like the Browns, who their offense is still kind of all over because their defense is super awesome, you know. And they went against the 49ers and they beat them. But like at the same time, the Niners, it took to beat the Niners, it took an injury to McCaffrey, an injury to Debo. Even uh Trent Williams was hurt for a little bit. Yeah. Like, and then it came down to a rookie kicker missing a kick anyway. So like even still though, they slowed him down. They didn't put 40 on him. You know, they just did that against the Dallas or whatever. So it's been a whole thing with that. Uh, I think it's a little mix of the defenses are catching up. There's also been so many injuries, so many dumb injuries at this point. Like even Miami, they're not putting up 50 anymore because like they're having injuries with like a chain, a cane. I don't know how we're supposed to say it, but a chain. Yeah, whatever. A chain. chain. We're losing players on every single team. And when people keep going down, like, of course, scoring is not going to be going, you know, keep keep up with it. One thing that hasn't really been talked about, at least that I've seen, is how much is Kansas City miss, missing Eric Bieniemy as the offensive coordinator? Because I know it's it's Andy Reid's offense and all that, but Bieniemy was there every year they were successful, uh, was there, and all of a sudden now his first year he's gone, and they have not looked at the same team all year. Um, so I don't I don't know. I, That's because they're not the same team. I mean, even with Kelsey being fine, he's still getting older, and he's. I mean, yeah, the Taylor Swift stuff, I get it, but like that's still a distraction. I'm sorry. It's it's off the field bullshit that they don't really need when he's their only guy. They've lost just about everybody, you know, from when they, they were like the no best ever. Receivers they they just got one. So they traded back. They just traded back for Meagle Hardman. They got him. Bum. Hooray. Like what but are they their, doing? Their offense is in the same position that the Bills is, where it's mm-hmm. you have your quarterback, you have your top target, and then there's a whole bunch of nobodies. That's right. it. There's who else could like who else can they really trust on the Chiefs offense right now? Even bringing McCall Hartman back is that someone they can really trust? Probably enough that they brought him back, but yeah, like, and that's it. When you're filling in with you know Pacheco and Rasheed Rice and like these young guys, that it's not their fault that they're young guys, but they still got to like they need another year or two in the system to really really know what Mahomes is going to do. At least like you you mentioned them compared to like the Bills. Because the Bills have like mostly the same guys like this. In their spots, like Gabe con- Davis, consistency, Knox, whatever, yep. but even still, you know, it's just consistency or not, they didn't really like improve in those areas either. No. So defenses can catch up and there we are. The drop off from Diggs to Davis is similar to the drop off from Kelsey to their next best receiver. Who you didn't even know who to name. Exactly. That's the worst part for them. Was it Melvin Scantlin? Maybe. Who knows? It's not Kadarius Tony. No shit. So, yeah, I, I, I think that. One thing that you see the 49ers and Dolphins do more than anyone else is kind of multiple personalities with Debo Samuel is in the backfield, then he's lined up wide, then he's in the slot. Um, you obviously see a ton of motion and random little he's in the slot and now he goes to the now now he goes in motion to the outside where you never saw. It always was across the formation. And now you're seeing kind of these innovative ideas of how to use weapons, where I think there's five years of tape of the of the Bills offense with Josh Allen the way it's been. And there's five years of tape of Patrick Mahomes. And what does he do when he sees this? So you're seeing, I think, people um, kind of catch up to, hey, these are some tendencies that these teams have. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, for, for what it's worth, like, at least in the, the Chiefs and Bills when we were talking about it, like you said, oh, Josh had some bad games. Well, he had him against, like, the Jets or the Giants, who, you know, Dable was his coach for a while. They know what they've been prepping for him for forever. Same thing with the Chiefs. The Broncos are ass. Their defense is not good. But they literally exist to stop Patrick Mahomes as best as possible we can. Like, that is their goal. So, like, 
those players having their, you know, worst games against division opponents. I kind of get that. With that said, of course, it doesn't happen all the time. I mean, obviously Josh dunked on Miami, but he kind of always does. So and that's like a different thing. But the one team that Tua has not dunked on was the Bills. Right, because yeah. you know, have to worry about stopping them because <laughs> they just do. Anyway, um, so not much else to talk about for the for a week NFL week. Uh, but, Tom, I will ask you because – well, this is a show about cards and stuff. Is there anything, anyone in the NFL who has really improved their stock the last week? Um, probably not. There's, there's probably, especially after this week, more people have gone down. Uh, where if you're maybe missed your chance to buy Brock Purdy, maybe you have a little bit of chance here because he dipped a little bit. Um, we are back on the Justin Fields roller coaster of. Ups and downs. He's terrible. Oh, my God, he's amazing. He's the second-best fantasy quarterback, and he does crazy things, too. Now he's hurt. Um, you know. Trevor Lawrence got hurt. Right. I guess he's going to play. He's supposed to play, but he got hurt. Um, I mean, two is the guy, we said, that consistently, even the game against the Bills where he wasn't great, he still threw for 300 yards. Uh, he's been the one kind of consistent guy and probably why he's the favorite for MVP right now. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, moving on. MLB playoffs are flying. We're already in the uh, championship series. Uh, the Phillies are up two over the Diamondbacks. The Rangers are up two over the Astros. Uh, let's talk first about the Phillies. Um, they just keep crushing the ball. They're beating up on the Diamondbacks. It's been uh, it's been something to watch, hasn't it? Yeah, they've. I think they're already broke records for most home runs. They have like four players that have multiple home run gains so far. It's it's insane watching them. I was dumb enough to uh, make a lunch bet against them last night uh, <laughs> before the game and picked Arizona to win just to watch them hit like five home runs yesterday. Um, so, yeah, they are just absolutely locked in, crushing the ball. They obviously beat the Braves with the best record in baseball last year. And Harper and Turner and Castellanos and Schwarber and the rest of the team are just locked in right now. Right. Dan, you got any comments on the on Phillies Diamondbacks? Nope. What do you got? I, I, what are your baseball nothing, comments? What nothing, do you got from your nothing? Friends? I don't know nothing about baseball. Right, I, cool. I apologize. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I'm I know. You're not can, getting invited it, back. No, you probably will because Tom has to force people. Uh, but anyway, uh, in the other series, the Rangers take on the Astros. They're up 2 0. Tom, you know, you're an Astros guy now that the Orioles are out. Um, how you feeling, man? Uh, I think I said it last week. Uh, I am all aboard the Rangers train this year That's for them to win. Fun. Yeah. Um, I, I think that. The Astros are that team. I think if one of these two teams are coming back, it's the Astros because they've been there, done that before. But the Rangers look like the team they were the first six weeks mm-hmm. to eight weeks of the season where they look like the best team in the AL. Uh, Max Scherzer just came back. Love me some Max. Uh, so they are they're they're rolling right now, and I I think they're going to continue to roll. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you're the one who asked the question though. Of the two teams, who do you think has a better chance of coming back? I'm going to say the Astros just because they have all that playoff experience. Jordan has six home runs, I think, already. He's uh, been unreal for them. They have Verlander. They have guys that big postseason hits, Altuve, Bregman. Um, so I think if one team's going to kind of bounce back from that 0-2 start, it could be the, the Strohs. Interesting. Dan, I'm going to ask you this as a sports fan. So it's, it's almost like these two teams that are down 0-2 in the series, when you ask, hey, who's going to come back better? Uh, or who has a better chance of coming back? There's always um, the answer. Usually is, oh well, you know this team has been there before, blah blah blah. But then the Arizona, they're all young; they don't know better. So it always becomes a thing of like, who actually has the better chance? Does it really matter of people who've been there before, or is it 
people who have never actually done it. So they don't actually know what they're expecting. I think the teams that have been there before have the edge. Um, if they've been there before, they know how to close out a series. So mm-hmm. the other side is, is there's a team that's up 2-0 that probably also knows how to close out a series. No, that's so when you're down 0-2 and you're young, it's going to be tough if you have no experience there at all. That's true. And you do have, you have the, the Phillies obviously made the run to the World Series last year um, up 2-0 against the young team. And then you have a team with the Rangers who haven't been good for a while up 2-0 against the team that has been there for the last, feels like, 10 years. So it's almost like their opponents play into it just as much. Yeah, absolutely. All right, then, if there's any player that has increased their card value in this postseason so far, who has it been? Um, so I think it should be Jordan because I think that he has been unreal for the Astros, and I think he is – He's hitting like 400, isn't he? And he's somebody who I think is undervalued throughout the hobby in general. I don't think he gets as much pub as kind of Bregman, Altuve, um, Verlander, a bunch of Isn't that guys. why, though? Because there's just so many players on that team? Yeah, probably. But I think he is the best player on that team. Okay. Um, and he has six home runs. But it's probably Bryce Harper. The guy's 100%. doing what he's doing again. Uh, he had it with the, the Braves where he heard uh, Arcia make a comment. So he goes out there, hits a home run, and stares at him. It's mm-hmm. just that kind of stuff. Get your your normal fan who might not be a huge baseball collector go, hey, you know what? I think I want that guy. Yeah, he's he's a gamer. He's pretty crazy. So that's fun. Um, yeah, so baseball is exciting. Uh, I don't personally I don't think either team's gonna come back. I kind of think we're headed towards Phillies Rangers, which undoubtedly means that you should be betting on the other teams right now. But either way, uh it's been fun. Um I don't know what else we have next because you don't have our thing pulled up because you've been screwing around on the internet. Oh, there we go. Cool. Now, uh, that's about it. We're actually going to get to our final thoughts, which is cool because, hey, we'll actually be on time for once. <laughs> we won't go over. I love it. Uh, Dan, you'll get to start. Uh, final thought. It could be anything you want it to be about sports, your life, the world, but usually sports. What do you got? Well, just want to thank you guys for having me on. I'm glad you came this in. This has yes, been fun. Thank you. Dude. Thank you. Um, and just anyone listening, if you can check out my hit parade instagram i would appreciate that that's at hit parade gaming so come check us out there you can see all the pokemon stuff and all the shows that we're going to be at is it hit parade or hp it's at hit parade gaming okay perfect yeah that's all that's fine that's all you need what do you got uh i'm just gonna throw it back to new york city comic-con uh what a blast uh what a good time the group that we had was really fun I uh, went to Times Square and I realized that I don't like going to Times Square because it is just way too crazy. Uh, but New York City was was a blast. We had a good time. Um, looking forward to doing more of those type of shows and kind of branching out from the usual sports card shows and into different products and different lines and ideas and just keep growing this whole thing because it's a lot of fun. Nice. All right, my final thought is cut it out, America. I'm getting sick and tired that it is October 18th as we record and Christmas music (laughs) is starting to get played in stores. I should not be walking around Kohl's looking for a cool shirt and having to hear White Christmas. Not yet. All right. I get it. People like Christmas. It's not even the best holiday. The best holiday is Halloween. It'll be here soon. And that's the one where you should be dressing up and having a blast and getting candy and scaring the crap out of people and all that fun stuff. After that, I don't care what you do Christmas. I don't care. I get it. The Christmas people are out there. They're always out there. I get that's how the retail world works. But man, at least wait till November. I don't care if you wait till Thanksgiving. There's no fun Thanksgiving songs. Who cares? (laughs) The point is, Thanksgiving is just like a time to eat turkey in between your first month of Christmas shopping. 
That's fine now. Cut it out for right now. That's it. That's it. All right. Dan, thank you for being on the show. Tom, thank you for actually being here this week. Everything's going swell. Um, I'm excited to see more football. That should be fun. More hockey. That should be fun. The NBA is on its way. A lot more stuff to talk about. And uh, we got to move soon, too. So we got some exciting stuff coming on. We might actually have a studio soon enough. Crazy to think about it. Uh, But thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye.